Hey guys, welcome back to the Chaotic Creators Club podcast. It's been a while. <laughs> We've had so much going on, but we are back with a very juicy episode today. No guests, just me and Tom, just giving you the lowdown of um, stuff that we have learned in the last few months. <laughs> so today we want to talk about the beginning of the journey that every freelancer goes through and that is the struggle of doing unpaid work and knowing when to charge, when not to charge and how you get from doing free work all the time to doing paid work all the time. It's a struggle that Tom and I have both gone through and I speak to a lot of people that are currently having that struggle. So we just felt that it was something that was really relevant at the minute because we've had a lot of, we've got a lot of anecdotes to tell from this, um, especially things we've experienced very recently. So um, buckle up. Enjoy the ride. So we're going to kick things off with like the very first stage that you come to in like your freelance career, where realistically you're not getting paid to do any of the work that you're doing. Like every single job that comes up is something that you have to do for free, and that's just the harsh reality of it. And it's something that kind of everyone has to go through unless you're extremely, extremely fortunate, which neither of us have been. <laughs> I think as creatives, it's hard to show your work to people when you have no work no previous portfolio work so doing work for free is such a good way to build that portfolio which is why Tom and I have both gone through the process of doing work for free because it has been beneficial at the time if we hadn't done it for free we would not be where we are today because you can either like build your portfolio sort of independently kind of through doing your own projects but you then miss out on loads of networking opportunities mm. and, you know, you can make all these connections with people that you wouldn't otherwise have and that stuff can then later down the line end up leading to paid work. And also another huge benefit is that you're able to improve your skills whilst you're doing this unpaid work. So as creatives, our skills will always be developing throughout our careers. You know, every time we do something, it's practice and we learn from each every each and every single project. And that is something that I found if I had refused to work for free, then I wouldn't have been, you know, practicing my editing as a photographer. I wouldn't have been practicing my editing as a videographer. And each project that I did, even if I was working for free, improved every time. Because mm. if you limited yourself to only doing your skill when you're getting paid for it, then... You know, you're you're never going. You're not going to be able to physically yeah, been put awful. in those hours early on to actually get better at it. Yeah, and if I had started out with the skills that I had then, the stuff I had made would have been terrible, and the stuff I, you know, to be able to then charge for, you know, I, I completely improved every time, and it was such a a good way to do that without thinking, oh, you know, I've got to. I've got some spare time, like, oh, I've got to go out and shoot or whatever. It was just a good natural way to improve what I was doing. So obviously there are amazing benefits to working for free and I would never say to someone that was starting out to not work for free because it definitely can give you opportunities that you wouldn't get otherwise. Um, but it does come with some 
difficulties. <laughs> yeah, there's certainly things to watch out for. And, you know, these, these are things that we've come across when we work for free that, you know, they, they can be challenging and can kind of make it a real tricky situation to be in. Yeah. So learn from our mistakes. <laughs> this is why we're doing this. So you don't have to go through what we went through. Um, but I guess first and foremost, even if it's work for free, and even if you're doing it for a friend or a relative or friend of a friend, always have some sort of contract, not even a contract. Doesn't need to be signed. Just have a document that lists the terms of the project. Because otherwise you will get, well, not all the time, but you can get stuck in a loop of constant revisions and the client not knowing when to draw the line because there has been no line set. There have been no boundaries if there's not been a contract. It's, it's kind of an inherent problem when if there's no contract and there's no payment being made, there's no kind of natural end to the project that you work on. And so you can end up finding yourself months down the line being asked to do things and make revisions, like Les just said, when you thought, oh, hang on, I thought this was finished ages ago. I thought we signed this off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's little things like that. If you just have, even if the project is being discussed with literally in Instagram DMs, if, if you're discussing the project literally in Instagram DMs, like still just have a bulleted list of, right, yeah, this is what we've agreed to do. This is, you know, the rough date of when it's going to be done by, um, you know, after two weeks, there are no more revisions or, you know, however long you want to make that um, deadline be, you need to have that stated because otherwise you can get stuck. Yeah. And it's good to practice doing those things as well before it is paid work because then you get used to having mm. those like slightly awkward conversations about you know what's your deadline for this like how many revisions do you think you're going to need stuff like that mm. you know so then when you come to making actual official contracts when your work is paid for and you have clients with much higher budgets you're going to be so used to it by that point so yeah, even if your project doesn't have a budget and you're not being paid, definitely outline the terms of the project and have a rough idea of the boundaries that you want to have in the project because you'll be surprised when you're doing all your work for free, the amount of times you can get in a sticky situation with clients. But hopefully not many of you will find yourselves coming across these sticky situations thanks to making sure that you have those contract discussions and really get to know the project before you commit yourself to it so that everything's very transparent and you don't then find yourself months down the line suddenly <laughs> stuck being like oh crap I don't want to be involved in this anymore and I can't get away from this thing and these people keep chasing me up saying do this do that and yeah. you're actually I'm not working for free anymore yeah because yeah. you've actually moved on to that next stage where the majority of the work you're doing is paid because you've put in the effort with doing all that unpaid work early on, mm. building that network. You know, some of your clients might have been people that you did free work for before and they've now come back round and they're mm. paying you to do it. But realistically, there are still things you're going to have to do for free. Let's say if you're like looking to expand your portfolio in a certain area that you've not maybe done before, mm. you know, like you're still going to be taking on these kind of jobs but you've, there are kind of new challenges that also come up at the same time because yeah. it's a different beast at this point. Yeah, it really is. And when you've started to do paid work, 
it's a mental battle of figuring out, right, is this project that someone has come to me with that is unpaid worth it? Does You have to weigh out, you have to balance, okay, the benefits of this project and will it help me with my portfolio? Will it help me with networking? Or actually, is it going to be too much hassle for what for for the value for, for not being paid yeah. um and that's something that we have definitely struggled with because i think there's especially a thing of you know you can often do something as portfolio work but then let's say you then don't actually have that much of creative say in it then it ends it can sometimes end up becoming something that you actually don't want to be part of your portfolio mm-hmm. because you don't feel like it reflects what you can do like in a technical capacity because the person that's asking you to do the work has said no I want it to be done this way and that's not necessarily something that's going to reflect well on you as like a creative in your field and that's definitely a situation that can come around if you don't have those project boundaries outlined because when you do unpaid work a lot of the time it comes about very casually and you know it's just a friend asking you for a favor or something and a lot of the time it's worthwhile, but sometimes as the project goes on, you can lose creative control because there's not been that outline in, in the contract or whatever you want to call it. And that's when a project that isn't being that isn't paying you can become very tedious and just make you want to tear your hair out. So yeah, this period is really challenging. And I know a lot of people that have asked, you know, when do you start charging? That's a tricky one to answer sometimes because I guess there's no like there's no definitive point where you say to yourself right I am charging for my work now Mm, it never happened no no it just doesn't it doesn't happen it's it's quite a natural process yeah I think it comes about naturally by you know laying down a foundation when you're having discussions with someone where you're not sure if it's going to be a paid or unpaid job where like Mm. either way you say like, this is how much this service would cost. Yeah. Even if you've never you, charged yeah. for that service in your life, yeah. you just say, this is what it, I would charge. Usually happy to either do it for free or work within a budget. And it's about having, it's about growing the balls and being ballsier about the boundaries that you're setting. Because, you know, you don't want to just say, I'd usually charge this much, but I'll do it for free. It's about finding those Sent, literally sentences that work and help you come across in a way that is professional but also standing your ground yeah because you know you you want to start being able to put a price on yourself because it's, it's really good for kind of like emphasizing the value that you can bring to a project and like the value of the work that you're doing and I know like personally making the jump from doing unpaid stuff to paid stuff mm. You just have this extra kind of energy all of a sudden to do it, yeah. and you know, you just know you do a better job. Yeah. Like because so there's true. never that thing in the back of your mind going like, oh, well, they're not, they're not even paying for this. Like why? Mm. Like you that like subconsciously go that extra mile. Yeah. Like so even true. even if it's like peanuts that you're being paid to do it, mm. like you care just that little bit more about it because somebody has taken that kind of they've they've taken that leap to kind of mm. invest in you they respect your time just yeah. that little bit more yeah. and they're willing to invest yeah yeah that's so true but another thing is also when you're in that transitional period of becoming established and starting to get paid for your work 
is when to say no. Because at the end of the day, you might have clients that have not paid you for previous work and you're now quite busy and they still come to you asking for more unpaid work and you actually don't have the time to do that piece of unpaid work or they were quite difficult so you don't really want to work with them again because that stuff happens all the time. Um, You don't want to get yourself stuck in another situation where you're not being paid when you should be being paid. So having the balls to say no as well is definitely like we need to talk about that because and it kind of it like relates back to you know being able to weigh up the situation because like in like the music world like there's this whole thing about like if you're going to like do a gig does it satisfy the hang like do you get on with the people um is there money involved and is the music good and if it's not satisfying at least one of those things, then, you know, it's kind of a bit of a red flag. Mm-hmm. And ideally, you want it to tick two of those boxes. And it can kind of, it kind of transfers across to this as well. It's either got to be something when you're at that stage where, you know, there's a mixture of free and paid work. Mm-hmm. Like it's either got to be something that is of creative benefit for you to do, or it's someone that you enjoy working with and is easy to work with. Or it's the paid thing, and therefore yeah. it's not it's not unpaid work. You're getting dollar, yeah, dollar, dollar, yeah, exactly. And then in an ideal world, you end up at the point where you are too physically busy, too friggin' busy to with paid do jobs any to do any unpaid stuff. Yeah, and I think also being able to draw that line of saying, right, no more free work now, because. The amount of times that we've had problems, I think now it would be better because we would have those terms written down. We would learn from our mistakes. Um, But there's definitely something to be said for drawing the line and just being like, you know what? No more. I'm I'm able to charge enough now. I'm I'm well versed in charging for my services and that happens naturally and so many people are like oh they can't physically see that end of the tunnel because i was like that you were like that but i'd say also that we're, we're doing things we're passionate about it is stuff that you know sometimes you might have a friend that needs something doing that you'll do as a favor but i think it's it's drawing the line and be like i'm only doing things as favors now yeah. for people that i know people that i actually want to do this stuff with yeah. At like at no point should you be taking on stuff that is like doing an entire project for nothing for somebody that you don't know you have no idea mm. if like it's going to pay off you in any way it's not worth taking that no. risk as we have found out yeah. <laughs> also on a serious note hopefully none of you guys have to experience this but we probably should touch on the fact that you know people can really take the piss you know, people that don't pay you or people that have agreed to work with you or you've agreed to work for um, when there is, you know, a lack of contract or a lack of terms or a lack of budget. Therefore, it's open. People use it to their advantage to then completely take you for a ride over something. and Yeah. And that shit isn't a joke. Like, it's not nice. It's not fun to experience. It can feel like 
an attack on you. You can take it very personally and you can feel like that person has not respected you and and has been very rude or unprofessional. And unfortunately, those experiences happen in life and what you the only thing you can do is to just set yourself up in the best way so that your back is covered if those kind of disputes happen which is why you should always have your terms written out <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just one of those things that i'm having to learn to not take personally cuz i take lots of things personally i'm a very sensitive person <laughs> especially when it comes to my business and you know what I do for a living and working as a freelancer because you know you build it from the ground up and it's your baby and it's your living and it's something that you're so passionate about and when things don't go quite according to plan or someone kind of comes after you it's it's stressful Mm. it's not nice it It really hurts Um, and you know another thing is that time time will heal because there's been times when I have been absolutely distraught uh, and now I can look back on it and laugh. <laughs> but at the time, it was really, really, truly awful. So I um, hope you could appreciate that these are things that don't really need to go into detail about. Um, but they're definitely experiences we've learned from and hopefully what we've said today can... Yeah, to be reassured you can come out the other side or perhaps even avoid them completely. Yeah, exactly look at where we are now like we're doing all right we, we've yeah. decided not to, not to do any more unpaid work and it's working out so far okay. <sighs> yeah we want to be transparent with you guys on this podcast because we made this podcast to tell real stories about freelancing and not success stories like we're just we're on this path with you guys all the chaos that it yeah. truly involves. It really does. We're giving you an insight to the chaos that is our lives. And, you know, you can probably relate as fellow freelancers or even if you're just thinking about the idea of freelancing, like, it's no joke. It's stressful. It's chaotic. Um, but always 100% worth it, in my opinion, anyway. Don't know Agreed. how Tom feels about that. <laughs> <laughs> we hope we haven't been too depressing or scared anyone away. But yeah, it's definitely a topic that we wanted to cover for a long time because mm. it's been so relevant to our lives over the last six months. Uh, and hopefully you guys can just even take one thing away from what we've chatted about and just set yourself up in the right ways and don't make the same mistakes we did and you'll be fine. <laughs> Next time on the podcast, we've got a really interesting interview with someone who I won't say who yet. Uh, we talk all about confidence as freelance creatives and also showing up on social media and the importance of having your own personal brand uh, whether you're a business owner or not um, and just how important that is so make sure you guys tune into that and (laughs) write your damn contracts preach